You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. It is time for the second half. Our score, 28-7 Brookville. JF will start with the football, and Ed and the coach Rick Kennedy will have the call in the second half. And gentlemen, I think it comes down to as simple as this. JF needs to take better advantage of the Brookville mistakes because Brookville has done that to the best, and that's the reason why they have the 28-7 lead. It no doubt is. It is, Trey. It's been about being able to minimize sloppy mistakes, minimize the number of poorly timed penalties, and when you add those little things up, Brookville has a slight edge in that. They have a slight edge in terms of their developed talent over Jefferson Forest because they are in the ninth year now with Coach John Meeks, who's really had a chance to put his imprint on this Brookville Bees program. Excuse me, in their, yes, in their ninth year with Coach Brooke, with Coach John Meeks. Whereas Jefferson Forest here in year two with JT Cruz, his first offseason, it wasn't even conventional last offseason. He took the job a few weeks before the season began, and there wasn't a lot of time to build up prep because of COVID restrictions. They're not there. Brookville is, and JF is fighting in this game. They've moved the ball at times. They've stopped Brookville at times. But you can see where the gap is right now. And for JF to close it, the first thing they have to do, Coach, I would presume is your keys to the second half includes don't beat yourself if you're JF. Yeah, the turnovers have, have killed them offensively. They just haven't gelled. Um, you know, Josiah Bell has not looked like himself like we saw the first two games. Uh, and, again, a lot of that has to do with the pressure of the game. Uh, the Brookville Bees are just flat out a good team. I mean, I was looking at the, uh, the Virginia rankings. You know, they're, they're ranked somewhere in the state around number 39 or 40, somewhere in there. And, you know, they're just a good, solid team. And you can't you can't give them advantages with penalties. You can't give them advantages with the turnovers. And, you know, and JF's done a good job playing competitive, you know, and not backing down. You're right. Last year, after the first quarter, it was ugly. Brookville put a beating on JF. It was embarrassing. That hasn't been the case. Even though we're losing right now by three touchdowns, JF is a much more solid team. They still have a long way to go, but they're not backing down. The Cavaliers have had at least three drives go into Brookville territory that have not resulted in points. You can't miss opportunities against a good team. They've not been blown out, but this is the type of thing that I would presume is stressed at that time and will definitely be stressed in the coming week. That's the gap between where Brookville is and where JF wants to get right now. Some of that you can tell from Brookville their size in the trenches, they've got a little bit more size on both sides. That's a developmental thing. Some of this are minimizing self-inflicted mistakes. That is a you thing if you're JF. Their chance to do that, minimize those mistakes, and create good opportunities begins right now as the opening kick of the second half is not particularly deep drifting back. Childers fields it around the 27, drops back to the 25, and then he just slides there trying to go from the far side over to the near side. He tried to fake a pitch. To Brody Jackson, and instead, nobody bit on it. And so JF will start. Okay, field position, 75 yards away from the end zone. But for Jefferson Forrest, it's again focusing on yourself right now as we begin this third quarter. Yeah, they need to offensively gel. They had all halftime to talk about defensively what Brookfield's doing to them, where they're lining up, all of those things. Now they need to come out here this series. They have the ball right now. They need to get in this football game and try to do something with this set of downs. 
three down linemen, two more off the edge for Brookville. Snap to Marsteller. He runs into a wall of yellow, of white jerseys, white pants, and maroon helmets with a white face mask. That would be the Brookville uniform. Four converge over on the right side of that JF offensive line. No gain. It brings us to second and ten. Yeah, and again, just up front defensively, Brookville has some big, stout linemen right there. I mean, they're just able to get a, come off the block right there. There was no hole. It closed quickly. Again, offensively, the trenches is where JF has to have something happen to get a chance and to get in this ball game. Josiah Bell from the shotgun on second down and 10. Ball right hash at their own 25. He takes it, play fake. Floats it down the right side. One's Brody Jackson, an incomplete. Knocked away and give credit to David Schmidt. He had a rough second quarter between drop passes that could have resulted in big plays and other issues. He broke that one up. Good start for him in this third quarter. Meanwhile, Brody Jackson, a little hobbling, getting up. He was nursing a leg injury coming into this game. Now he's officially off to the sideline. He missed that reception in front of the JF sideline. Now he gets a couple more yards off the field and the training staff will tend to him as third and 10 awaits JF and a three receiver set. They're bunched up on the far hash mark wide side. Quick throw. Childers grabs it. Man missed 20 up past the 25. Breaks a tackle at the 30 and he's hit around the 34 ball. Pops out. Brookville says they have it. They're jumping like they do. Referees converge before giving a signal. We have not seen one yet. And the referees say it'll be JF ball, but it'll be fourth down. And now you're in that spot where it's fourth and short. But you're in your own 33, 34. 33 is where they say. And you don't quite feel good about going for it because you don't want to just give Brookville yeah. the game. Well, you know, you're looking at, again, you're in dangerous territory right here. This is not the spot to try to go for it. Uh, you know, you're looking at three and out right here. That, again, that's not the way you want to start coming out of out of halftime right there. You know, you wanted to be able to gel. You want to get some first downs. You want to try to sustain a drive right there. And the Brookville B's defense did not let them do that. Missed opportunity on the long pass. And here they are, fourth down, having to punt. One receiver to the left, two split wide to the right. One's tucked in off the line of scrimmage. JF looked like they were going to go for it. Now they back out of it. And Alex Marsteller is going to drift back to field the punt. The one advantage this play call might have had is Brookville doesn't have anyone back deep to return it. And after that look for JF, maybe you don't want to do it, even though this is a delay of game penalty coming up on Jefferson Forest. And I would say that changes everything from fourth and two to fourth and seven. And Brookville agrees as McDaniel drop back. He's not their primary returner, but he's sure handed as a quarterback is normally going to be. Marsteller fields the punt, rugby stop kick. It's a wobbler. It'll bounce at the 40. Take a Cavalier Marsteller roll inside the 35 and out of bounds around the 34. And that may have all been by design for Jefferson Forest to kind of give a look to Brookville to see if they would jump into the neutral zone or burn one of those timeouts. These did not. They did not fight on that attempt for JF. And so the Cavaliers ultimately do the right thing and after a delay of game, punt the ball back. Yeah, they did. You know, I think they, they definitely were trying to get something there, see if they got Brookville to jump off right there and get a get a free first down. But they were disciplined enough not to do that. And Marsteller got a pretty decent punt off right here with no return. And now it's up to the defense. Now they got to figure a way to stop the runs, especially to the right side. Brookville has been eating up and tearing it up on the field on that right side on their run pattern. 
Two minutes and a second into this third quarter, and now whistles blow. Is there a timeout from Brookville? There is. They did not want to burn one this early, but they will. They have the benefit of a 28-7 lead early in the third quarter. We'll see what they draw up when we return after this. This past week Fastlane, we took an early assessment of the Virginia Tech Hokies with Andy Bitter of TheAthletic.com, the Virginia Cavaliers with analyst and former defensive back Tony Covington, and the Liberty Flames with analyst and former coach Aaron Stam. Hear their insight, Fastlane Edlane, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Share your takes, Fastlane Edlane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and join us this coming week in the Fastlane, weekdays 5 to 6 on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, 93.3 FM. Ask your smart speaker, stream CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIUO. The not-so-desired first down and 10 timeout to start the Brookville Drive, their first of the second half. They'll begin at their own 35 and a give to Whitelaw. Slips through a tackle at the 35 and dashes quickly up to about the 40-yard line, gain of six. And as Coach Kennedy alluded to before that timeout, using the right side of the offensive line once again, Brookville offense, they pick up six. Second and four coming up, 940 and counting down in the third. Brookville 28, JF7. Yeah, again, they're just uh, they're really working that right side of the line right there. What they do is they're going ahead and they're pulling the, uh, the left guard, and he's basically the kickout block, and he's looking to cut it up. If the defender comes inside, he wraps on him. The, running back and go outside the scat back white law once again this time it is mcdaniel though on the qb keeper and predictably he goes right past the 45 outside seam and toward the numbers he's brought down at the 46 it's more than enough for a brookville first down presented by nadine blakely realtor with remax first olympic well what jf is doing right now they're staying in um uh, looks like a, a cover three defense they got they got the two corners, and they got two. I got two safeties now. They need to bring one of those safeties down in the box. One receiver splits on the wide side. Two are in the near side slot. Shotgun snap coming, and a direct snap to Vire. Hit at around the 48. Spins out of a tackle in front of the Brookville bench at the 50, and he's brought down there. Four-yard gain on first down. This opening drive of the third quarter, and it's an early portion of the drive, but it's reminiscent of Brookville's first drive where they took up 11 plays, and eight of them were runs either to McDaniel or Vire, and they were content to rip off big but not extravagantly big runs. Yeah, and I'm sure that's one of the things Coach Meek talked about. He wanted to just go back to, hey, let's stop making mistakes, stop making penalties. Let's run our offense, you know, and that's their offense right there. They're able to run McDaniel, do those things. The quarterback, you know, read it, hand it off. He's athletic, they're, and they're doing everything to the right side. This time a direct snap to Whitelaw. Jukes a man at the 50, right side 45-40. Stays on his feet at the 35. Bounces from the sideline back in toward the numbers at around the 30. And he's brought down there. It's another first down for Brookville. And they're going back to what's worked very effectively for them and calm down. Yeah, again, they're just settling down right here, to, and I'm sure at halftime they made the adjustments on when they do, you know, what they were making mistakes on with the penalties, holding, all those things like that. But, again, defensively now, JF has to figure out a way to get more people 
at the point of attack right now. The linebackers are not scraping to the point of attack right there. That means the linemen are making it into that second level. Those are just some of the fundamental things they have to do to make plays. 8.20 to go third quarter. Brookville on the march at the JF30. Ball right, hash mark, one man in motion left to right. Direct snap to Whitelaw at the 30. He stops on the far side numbers. Was going to cut in instead bounces out because he sees an opening and noses his way toward the sideline inside the 25 to the 24. And it's another six-yard gain on first down. And it has been very effective for Brookville. Just five, six yards a chunk on first down and really opens up a lot of possibilities for what they can do from there on. Yeah, they can do a lot of different things, especially when you're making that kind of yardage on first down. They're in second and three, maybe long four right here. And they don't have an answer defensively right now on that offensive left side or defensive uh, left side, offensive right side. This time it's a snap. Give to Vire. He's hit ball. Did not pop out. It looked like it did, but he held on to it. And he is hit at the 25. Ben he loses a yard. Ben Calkins, once again, we call his name. He's been on a couple of stops for Jefferson Forest. They need a big one, though, on third and five coming up. Brookville sets a snap 25 yards away from the end zone. Yeah, and again, look, there you go. They ran to the left side. All right, that one gets stuffed for a two-yard loss right there. So we'll see if Meeks, Mr. Coach Meeks comes back and comes back to his bread and butter and tries to do something on the right side right here on his third and five. 28-7, Brookville leads Jefferson Forest under seven minutes to go. Brookville's first drive, the second one overall here in the third quarter. JF went three and out. Give Vire tries to turn the right side corner, and the 25 does, churns his Meyer legs close to the, the 20. Right now fights inside there for extra yardage, and Brookville gets the first down with second effort off the run of Michael Vire, the senior running back. Then Calkins again on the stop, but he had to come over on the far side along with Luke Calkins to make the stop. And just their delayed presence tells you what you need to know. It was enough for a Brookville first down. Well, at that point right there, In I mean, correction, they actually say he was down at the 21, so a yard shy of the first down. Now the referees are conferring to try to figure this out. Initial ruling was a 19. Now they're backing it up to the 21, and as sloppy as this game has been for the teams at times, the officials have not had their shining moments often tonight either. Well, the other thing, too, is for a minute there, some of the JF players were signaled that they had the football right now, and I don't, I don't think the official knows where he was down, if it was a fumble, if it wasn't a fumble, but they actually did a better job defensively getting to the point of attack. They had him in the backfield for a sure loss or a short gain at best, and he was able to fight through and make it up near the line of scrimmage and we still don't know what's going on because the officials don't know what's going on. It started off with a couple of Cavaliers pointing first down JF. Now the rest of the sideline has joined in. It's a group sales effort from the black pant, black jerseys, black helmet Cavaliers who've got those red numerals and white trim. And white JF in red trim on the helmets and red face mask. So an A for effort in terms of sales. The referees may not be biting this. And instead, are they just going to re-snap the ball? That's peculiar. They're going to put it right back at the 25. They're going to say it's third down once again. And it appears they're going to say they're coming over to the sideline to say they did not set the ball. Well, either, either, either that or it was an inadvertent whistle. I know on an inadvertent whistle, sometimes they go back and reset the play. That's the only other thing I can think of happened. Inadvertent whistle. 
And so it's going to be third and five for Brookville. They have had success running it. You expect them to do it again here. And McDaniel takes it himself. Breaks through a tackle at the 25. McDaniel. Back down toward the 20. And it'll depend on the spot. It looks like he's right Up at the, the first down. down marker. One referee says 20. The other says 21. And now they're getting closer to concurring. They do. And it's enough for a Brookville first down presented by Navy Blakely. Really with Remax first Olympic is the Brookville Bees are at the shallow red zone. Shallow as it can get right at the 20 yard line. Yeah, well, well, it was enough to get them another set of downs right here. So the ball's touching the 20 yard line. So they're right at the beginning of the red zone right here with a new set of downs. And, and again, it's just been kind of nickel and diamond down the field. And JF has to figure out a way to try to stop them because they cannot afford for the bees to put any more points on the ball on the board right here. One receiver right, two to the left. This time I give the white law. He's hitting the backfield and give a lot of credit to Sam Hammersmith to come in from the backside and bring down White Law. Sometimes that's the best way to do it when he's not expecting because he'll get patient, shifty, and then he's out of your grasp. So it'll be second and ten, Brookville. 5.58 to go third quarter. They have a 28-7 lead here at JF. Yeah, good job right there. Again, you know, it's been times where the JF defense has done a great job. The offensive line or the defensive line has done their job uh, getting off blocks. The linebackers have been staying clean, able to scrape and get to the football, and they've been able to make some stops. Second and 10, Brookville, and a keeper this time, Michael Byer, the direct snap. He follows the left side of the line down to the 16, games four. Third and six coming up for Brookville. And they're as much a content as anything with a three-touchdown lead coach to at least have a methodical drive. Even if they don't get in the end zone, you're just going to start to play the percentages of working the clock time and not only daring JF to beat you with three touchdowns, but that they can play clean enough for three drives to do it. Yeah, and again, you know, with that type of thought pattern right there, I mean, you know, JF – has to find ways to score quick if they're going to have a chance. White Law, the direct snap, ball right, goes left. He's hit immediately, and he's brought down around the 14, gains about two. Sam Buckley with Sam Buckley this time in on the stop for Jefferson Forrest. And it'll bring up fourth down. Well, I tell you what's curious is how Brookville's kind of gone to this Wildcat direct snap offense. Uh, they're just saying, hey, we're just going to overrun. We're going to overpower you right now. We're going to direct snap it. We've got enough guys. We've got enough big guys on the line. And that's really the philosophy they've been going at right here this this whole series right now. And they're going to go for it on this fourth down. This is this is a huge stop right here for JF. They can make a play. And they're doing the same thing with Michael Vier in. As the senior, it looks like he's the one now poised to take the direct snap. So fourth and four coming up for Brookville at the Jefferson Forest 14. Byer takes it, goes to the right side, tries to bounce out, breaks the tackle at the 15, has the first down inside the 10. He's wrestled down around the seven, and it's enough for the first down for Brookville as it sets up first and goal. Yeah, again, he just uh, was looking, 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 just kind of bounced it outside, was trying to find a hole, and there was a chance one of the defenders, the outside corner had kind of walked up and he had a little bit of a chance on the outside right there but he couldn't couldn't get off the block enough to make that tackle and Byer was able to run it around the end for the first down right there one split out wide that's pressed into the right side McDaniel the quarterback traditional quarterback is back in to take this shotgun snap now he'll go to the right side stops at the 10 tries to turn the corner of the five he does snipping his way toward the pylon in the end zone 
And in the war is he out at the one? He's at the one. It'll be second and goal on the way for Brookville. 346. They want to grow their three touchdown advantage. Yeah, they're just coming back. They got they got two up backs they got uh lined up right behind the tight end over there. And they're just direct snapping it. Uh and basically it's just old school backyard football right there. There's got you know, based on the formation and your strength, you're just running that right side over and over and over again. Brookville taking one shot through the air, but the rest of it has just been on the ground. And they will keep it again, this time off the right side and in to the end zone. Drake McDaniel with a touchdown. With a one-yard touchdown run on the QB keeper, and Brookville grows that lead to 34-7. 3.46 left in the third. Yeah, again, J.F. They had a few opportunities right there to, to maybe make that series not go the way that it just did it, which has ended up in a touchdown for the Bees right there. Missed opportunity on that fourth down play here uh, just a couple snaps ago. And, again, they put themselves in a tough spot to try to do a lot of catch-up with quick, quick scores. Low snap. It's down. Ball is blocked. And unlike College of the Pros, you cannot return it. So it'll stay at 34-7. Brookville on top of Jefferson Forest. 3.46 remaining here in the third. What can the Cavaliers do to fight their way back into this? We'll find out after this on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Football plus America's Best Wings equals touchdown. Stop in and try one of their 50 flavors of buffalo wings like garlic parmesan flavor or a fan favorite teriyaki ginger or honey barbecue. Mix any of their flavors with one of seven heat indexes from mild to insanity. Get your wings as hot as you like them, browse the full menu, then place your takeout order on the easy-to-navigate East Coast Wings and Grill app. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. Are you new to shooting or a seasoned pro? Big Boys Guns takes the time to give you a personalized experience. The staff at Big Boys Guns on Route 460, just east of Roanoke, are passionate about hunting, shooting, and reloading. Most importantly, they're passionate about responsible gun ownership. That's why they offer concealed to carry classes, and the kind, experienced staff at Big Boys Guns will fit you with what you need from Southwest Virginia's largest inventory of firearms, ammunition, and parts. Visit Big Boys Guns on Route 460, east of Roanoke, for the best service, selection, and price. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Drifting over, Brody Jackson back in the game, fields the kickoff. He breaks a tackle at the 40, left side 45, into, J into Brookville territory. And he's finally brought down in front of the B sideline at the 38. And a spark the Cavaliers so desperately need, trailing 34-7 with 3.32 remaining here in the third. To the JF Cavaliers as it gives them a big play speed guy that they, they haven't had and they don't have except for him. So with him being healthy now, you know, he, he's going to be a big playmaker. They just got to figure out how they can get the ball in his hands and give him a lot of touches. Finding a way to get something for him is part of the key to success here for Jefferson Forest, including now in this third quarter. Jackson in motion from left to right. It'll be a handoff to Marsteller. Breaks through a tackle at the 40, gets back to the line of scrimmage, then shoots down the left side of that offensive line to the 35 on the left hash mark. Ends up gaining three, 
Second and seven coming up for JF. Yeah, for JF right here now, they, they got to find a way to get down the field quick and get in the end zone. And, and the whole night now, offensively, they just have not been gelling the way that Coach Cruz probably wants them to. And they got to go ahead and get something going and get the ball in the end zone to get some points on the board. Jackson, the wide receiver to the wide right side. High snap, pulled down. Marsteller breaks tackle, 35, and then follows Marsteller the right side of the line toward the right ash mark. And down to the 31, picks up four, and it'll give JF a manageable third down and three in what is certainly four down territory as they trail 34 to seven to their rival, Brookville Bees. Winner of this will stay unbeaten. Loser will fall for the first time this season. Yeah, again, good, a good couple plays right here. Now they've had some positive yardage right here. They put themselves in a in a third and manageable third and three right now, and you're definitely looking at probably two down territory. So they got two plays right here to make three yards. And Brookville is packing the box right here. They are packing the box. They got eight guys in the box. Bell snap this time, and they read it perfectly. They converge on Marsteller at the 35. He has nowhere to go. And now it's going to be fourth and long. And you're talking about Brookville dialing up a great defensive play call. They did that just well, guessing right and sitting JF back to fourth and seven. Yeah, uh, Brookville just bringing way too much pressure. Too many guys coming right there. Like I said, they got eight in the box. They got got five, six guys on the line of scrimmage. And that time, that was a corner blitz right there. That corner walked all the way down because nobody was split out. And he blitzed off the end. He was unaccounted for. The Cavaliers get a first down presented by Nadine Blakely Realtor with Remax. Shotgun snap coming, floating it down the right side. Yes, and an impact touchdown. As Cody Jackson feels it in stride at the seven and sprints the remaining seven yards on the right seam into the E in Cavaliers for a JF touchdown. Well, I tell you what was amazing right there is how open he was and how far he was behind that corner. You know, he basically just ran a post and go. He came in on a slant, and then he turned straight up to hash right there, and the corner wasn't within three steps of him. And it was a good. It was a great throw right there. First big real throw we've seen all night that was right on the button, uh, and that's what they needed. They find the impact church end zone. The Cavaliers do. Snap down, extra point is up, and it joints off the left upright and comes about 12 yards back into the field of play. So, obviously, it's no good. 34 to 13. Brookville still leads JF. 27 to go in the third quarter. We're back at 34 in the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all Remax agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg.
You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Currently experiencing some technical difficulties after that Brody Jackson touchdown reception from Josiah Bell from 35 South to make the lead 34-13 Brookville with a minute left in that third quarter. We'll get you back to the field as soon as we can. Some technical issues happening tonight. Uh, Going to update you with some scores. Going to the fourth quarter, Heritage still up on EC Glass. 6 nothing. Other scores in the Seminole District for you. Liberty LCA up on Rustburg 49-0 and Amherst up on Liberty 49-8. Hopefully in a matter of moments, we'll have Ed right back with you. Going to try to get you back connected to the field. We're going to take another one-minute timeout. We'll be back right after this. This is Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, 100.9 WIQO. You already know that State Farm agent Paul Minchner offers great service. But what you probably didn't know is that State Farm also has surprisingly great rates on auto insurance. In fact, new customers call them jaw-dropping. And the surprise isn't reserved for just some. State Farm agent Paul Minchner has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Bedford. Give Paul Minchner a call at 540-707-4800 for your surprisingly great rates today. Just be sitting down when you do. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Just kind of taking over the ball game. That's really what they're doing. They're they're taking over the ball game. 34 to 13, Brookville is in control over Jefferson Forest with 36 seconds remaining in the third quarter in control in large part because that offensive line that's been developed, including two of them as four-year starters, they've really flexed their muscles here in the second half. McDaniel to snap this time at quarterback. He follows the right side of that Brookville offensive line. They've been the real MVPs tonight. And he gets down to the 28. Brookville doesn't get a first down. They don't have to. They are more than content to just go three yards here, four yards there. And their next attempt at it is going to come in the fourth quarter as it's 15 seconds and counting down in the third. And Brookville is in no rush to get a playoff, nor should they be, because we've reached the end of the third quarter as both teams go back to their sideline and Brookville aiming to build on their 34-13 to lead with the fourth quarter coming up next. Symptoms, poor reaction time, can't see straight, endless financial mess. Apple Auto Glass knows cracks in your windshield lead to serious problems for you and everyone on the roads. So bring your car to Apple Auto Glass as soon as you see the crack. Apple Auto Glass is still locally owned on Allegheny Avenue in Lynchburg, so you'll speak with Harold, not Mystery Man from an 800 number. They'll handle insurance claims too. Apple Auto Glass, your local shop ensuring fast solutions to your windshield crack problems. 
Before you visit Big Boys Guns, shop BigBoysGuns.com. They can't stock everything at Big Boys Guns on Route 460 just east of Roanoke, so they offer you access to over 10,000 items on a live inventory feed updated every 15 minutes at BigBoysGuns.com. All orders ship to the store for paperwork and pickup. Don't call or drive all over looking for what you want. Don't stress over back orders and delayed shipping. Just shop and order now at BigBoysGuns.com and use the promo code SUMMERHEAT through September 21st for a special discount at checkout. 